thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. And I say this, expect to hear answers for your life. You know, that's what faith is. It's an expectation. You're expecting something. Amen. And uh, the Word has too many answers for us not to expect ours. Amen. Uh, We started on a previous episode looking at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 6. Let's go back there. And I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified Classic translation. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 6. It says this, Forsake not wisdom, and she will keep, defend, and protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom skillful and godly wisdom. For skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Prize wisdom highly and exalt her, and she will exalt and promote you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. Now, we were looking at this is that many times people are, they want God protect me, protect my family, protect my home. Well, we see one way he does that through wisdom. Amen. Amen. So uh, it says in verse six that wisdom will keep us, defend us, protect us and guard us. That is one way God moves to protect our homes, our lives, our businesses. Everything that's that's connected to us is through this flow of wisdom. That means we have to listen to wisdom, follow wisdom, act in wisdom, think in line with wisdom, right? And because when we set aside wisdom, we set aside God's help. He's helping us one way through wisdom. Amen. And so we have to make sure that we're valuing, and as verse 8 says, prize wisdom highly. Meaning when you hear wisdom, you go, oh, I'm going to follow that because I recognize that as as wisdom. And uh, if we cast wisdom aside, we cast down our we cast down really one way that God wants to minister to our lives. Okay, we were, we were um, finishing up on the previous episode, we were talking about this, is don't um, prize the anointing of God. That's the power of God. But every bit as much you need to prize wisdom. Because when we walk in wisdom, we handle the anointing rightly. When we walk in wisdom, we handle all the blessings of God rightly. We've all been blessed with the blessings of God. It belongs to us as children of God, but we have to have wisdom 
on how to handle those things rightly. Amen. Amen. The anointing, which is the power of God, is no substitute for the lack of wisdom. The anointing of God was never meant to take the place of what wisdom is to fulfill in our lives. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. So don't set aside the principal thing just because you're counting on the power part of God, the flow, of, the power flow of God, which is his anointing to do what wisdom is supposed to do. Amen. Amen. The anointing is power, right? The power of God. And the word is the source of wisdom. The word is wisdom. Amen. It contains the thoughts of God. The thoughts of God is the wisdom of God. The word, the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God the wis- n- let me say it this way. The wisdom of the word handles and conducts the power of the anointing safely and rightly. Amen. Handles it rightly. You think, well, what do you mean by handling the anointing rightly? Well, remember when Jesus was on the earth and um, some people were opposing Jesus and the disciples says, you want us to call down power, fire from heaven on them right now? And Jesus stopped them and says, you don't even know what spirit you're of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? They, they, were, they, they were sincere in wanting to protect Jesus, but they were wanting to call down God's power wow. to destroy people wow. <laughs> because they were offended at how Jesus was being handled. And um, they, they realized we've, we've got authority, but they weren't walking in wisdom with that, that authority and that anointing. They were wanting to call down power to fry the people. Just burn them up, Father. What is that lack of wisdom? Although they had some interaction with the anointing, they, need, they lacked wisdom, wisdom of the word. Amen. So we must prize wisdom as much as we prize the anointing because wisdom helps us to walk successfully in the anointing of God. We need to prize the wisdom of God because it helps us to be great receivers of the blessings of God that's on our life. Power without wisdom is not safe. For example, let's talk about if there were a high-end sports car that a daddy had. Um, If I were that daddy, that would not be the first car I let my son who just got his driver's license start driving. Right? Right? Why? Because there's so much power with those sports cars that if they don't have some experience with power, they can, that power can take them a little bit quicker than they recognize. They had the coordination and the ability to handle. You know, um, Power needs wisdom to be handled rightly or it's not safe with them. Amen. Amen. Um, God said something to me years ago. He said, the greater the anointing, the smaller the margin for error. Now listen to that. The greater the anointing, the smaller the margin for error. For example, I have this cup here. Um, It's about filled with water right up to here. Um, because there's this much water, there's only this much mm-hmm. for something else. Right. When the anointing, and you know, the anointing, uh, the anointing upon someone's life, it grows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the more we're faithful with it, the more, the more that will increase. But if you have an anointing here, let's say a, a smaller measure, you've got all this room right. for, you've got a margin here Amen. that gives you room right. to learn, to grow. Amen. But if this thing, if this cup were completely filled to the brim, not overflowing it, but filled to the brim, one little jog, one little yeah. tilt of that, and it's going to, right. it's going to not be able to be contained. Right. Yes. The greater the anointing, the smaller the margin for error, which what's that mean? The degree of wisdom must equal the degree of anointing. Yeah. That's good. That's Amen. good. That's good. You can't be low in wisdom, high in anointing yeah. right. and think that things are going to stay in place. That's true. Amen. Very good. Amen. Amen. Um, wisdom makes everything easier. When you have the mind of God yeah. on something, yes. when you know what the word says about something and you move in line with that, things work right. Yes. They work right. Someone had asked me um, some time back, they said, Pastor Nancy, what was the darkest day of your life? And I said, um, the darkest day of my life was not a day. It was a season. Um, the greatest tragedy in my life was when my husband went home unexpectedly to be with the Lord. But that wasn't the darkest day. And you say, why wasn't it dark? Because I knew what the word said. When I faced that tragedy, I had the light of the word. I knew what the word said. So the light of the word would not allow me to go into darkness when I acted on that light, when I believed that light and held to that light. My darkest day, or if I could say this darkest season was when I didn't know what the word said about situations. Uh, The ignorance of the word, not knowing what the word says, not having a renewed mind. As a young believer years ago, when I did not know what the word said, every decision was a struggle. Every decision was difficult. But now as we growing, we get the wisdom of the word on the inside of us. Our answers, we know exactly what way, what, what decisions to make in the face. I don't care how great the opposition things that we would face today. Um, Things that we would face today years ago would have taken us off course. But today, because we've learned more of the word, um, it's easier for us to face those same things. So having wisdom makes life easier. Ignorance makes life hard. So the more the word you can get in you, the more your life is going to hit a flow of ease. Amen. The less of the word that's in you and the less skill you have with the word and the less you do the word, you run into difficulties that could have been sidestepped if wisdom had been in place. But we're all learning. We're all at different levels. And so we have to go through the process of learning. Amen. Now, we always want to obey God in how he's leading us, right? In our daily life, in our family, in our business, we always want to obey the plan of God. Right. And so when we're faced with a decision, many times uh, we'll go, and I've done this. I've recognized this. I don't have a, a, a particular leading in, in some direction. Mm-hmm. When I don't sense a particular direct leading, then what do I do? I just go with, what would wisdom do? Mm-hmm. What would wisdom? What is wisdom at this point? Yeah. I follow what wisdom would do. Yes. Amen. Amen. 
sometimes the reason we don't sense a particular direction or a particular, or the spirit of God leading us a particular way, because we already know what to do through wisdom. And he expects us to ask on, act on what we already know. Well, of the wisdom that we have. Yeah. If we have wisdom about something, then we don't need further direction. And so that's why people say, well, I'm waiting to hear from God. Well, what's wisdom tell you to do? Amen. That's, Amen. That's, that's one thing about, I, I grew up hearing this. My, my parents um, were loaded with common sense. Both my parents. You know, I appreciate good common sense. Um, good common sense is good. <laughs> I don't know how common it can be, but it's good, right? And um, um, good sense, good judgment is to be valued. Now, if it says something different than what the Word says, then God's Word always trumps what you might call common sense. Or God's Word always trumps what you might call good judgment. But there's something to be said for good judgment. And especially as the mind is renewed with the Word and you find out what the Word says. My mother... I heard this all the time growing up. Is that good judgment? She would ask us that when we were going to do something, is that good judgment? She would bring us back. Is that good judgment? I heard the phrase all my life. What she's saying, is that wisdom to do that? Is that, is that, is that the smart thing to do? Is that the wise thing to do? Well, we as believers get to take it another level. Is that the word thing to do? But, Good judgment is to be prized. To go against good judgment, you have to have the leading of the Spirit. Now, let me explain that. Let me explain that phrase. I just walk by common sense, good judgment in my daily life. The good thing is the more I've been educated in the Word, it has elevated my good judgment. The wisdom of God has come up into the, into that. So what I mean by that is this, my husband and I, at one time, there was one particular home that we owned and God began dealing with us about selling that home. So we put it on the market, but it had not sold yet, but we were just out looking for what was available Mm -hmm. in the community housewise. So we went one day and we were just going through homes that they were having open houses on those homes, meaning you could just walk into those homes freely. They were open to the public to go through and and view. So we're just taking one day and we're going in this one particular neighborhood through all the open houses in that region. And uh, we did not intend to buy. We're just looking to see what's available because we already have a home that's on the market. We've got to sell it. And so we walked into one particular home and the word of the Lord came to my husband and said, buy this house. Well, when it bore witness with me, because when I got on the properties, my spirit started getting thrilled. You know, have you ever had that? It's almost like your insides start doing somersaults. Like this is good. And on the inside of me, I go, ah, there, there's something about this house. Well, I didn't know it till a little bit later, but when we walked through it, God spoke to my husband and said, buy this house. My husband said, I will. 
when that other house sells. That's called good judgment, right? That's called common sense. That when you've got one house that you are, have got on the market, you sell that one and then you're able to proceed with the purchase of another one. But you don't in good judgment want to try to buy a second home till the first home is sold because you don't want to be stuck with two payments if your homes are mortgaged, right? Good judgment, but higher wisdom came. And the spirit of God said to my husband, buy this house. What was that? Wisdom, the wisdom of God. That's the leading of the spirit. So my husband said, I will buy this house when my first one sells. And the spirit of God said, no, buy it now. Mm -hmm. Ah, so that's what I mean when I say to go against good judgment, you have to have the leading of the spirit. If the spirit doesn't lead you to go a particular way, follow good judgment. Follow just good sense. Amen. Life isn't hard when you just follow what's good wisdom. Now, divine wisdom came though to that situation. So my husband and I did, we bought that second house Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful that the spirit of God directed that way because after we moved into that second house, we hadn't yet sold that first one. Mm -hmm. We moved into that second house. We got settled. After a while, we sold the first one. Uh, it put a stretch on us, but we were able to do it. See, the Holy Ghost won't, won't direct you past what you can believe for. Right. He will never lead you past what your faith can lay hold of. And the Spirit of God told us to buy that second home before that first one was home, before that first home was sold because He knew it would not be beyond our faith. Now, listen to that. You can't just take what we did without having the leading we had. And so we bought the second house, got moved in. Later, the first home sold. After that first home sold and I was, we were already set on that second home, that's when my husband went home unexpectedly to be with the Lord. But what was it? God had already set me up in the yes. next place. Yes. We didn't know why we were moving at the time we did into that second home. Buying, having the ownership of two homes at the same time, we didn't know why, but the wisdom of God. Yes. And, the, the, and the Spirit of God made known to us mm-hmm. that wisdom. And so we, we always let the wisdom of God trump good judgment. Yes. Now, if you only ever live at the level of good judgment and won't follow the leading of the Spirit, you'll cheat yourself. You will cheat your life. But until you have anything that leads you different, just walk by good judgment. Walk by just the wisdom you have. Amen. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's not complicated. Amen. The leading of the Spirit always trumps any other leading or judgment you might use. Amen. Now, Let's talk about it pertaining to health. Use good judgment. Um, There are people who have died prematurely that would not have needed to die if when they had symptoms, they would have had it checked out. Now listen, divine health belongs to us. Absolutely it does. And no matter what any physical condition may be out there, healing can be believed for. Wholeness can be believed for. But many times people, we're in a process of learning 
this law of faith and how to conduct ourselves in it. And while we're learning it, sometimes people need outside help. They need medical help. And um, you just follow how God leads you. But if something is going wrong physically, it's not faith to act like nothing's going wrong. That's not faith. Faith is not ignoring what's there without applying the word. Amen. So I'm thinking of two people in particular that I know of um, that they both had alarming heart symptoms but they did not do anything about it. And they died prematurely from heart attacks. If they would have just used good judgment, just go have it checked out. You see what I'm saying? They could still be here today on the earth. So you don't need, if I could say this, if you, when, when something alarming happens physically, uh, the spirit may not tell you to go to the doctor, but good judgment, wisdom would tell you, go, go have it checked out. Because sometimes things can be easily addressed just through some other route. Listen, divine health, divine healing is always the best, but while we're growing into our knowledge and the skill of our faith, let's, not, let's just walk by what we have faith for. Amen. So... Um, when wisdom tells us to do something, the, the Spirit of God may not say something to them, mm-hmm. to us about it. And I'm, I'm thinking about those, those two people. Maybe the Spirit of God never told them to go to the doctor, but wisdom would have said, go have that checked out. Right. Uh-huh. Right. And they could have still been here with their families, you yeah, see. That's true. Amen. Amen. Financially, I follow just good judgment. I follow the wisdom that I have, Amen. unless the Spirit of God leads me differently. Right. Amen. Amen. For example, you don't need the Spirit of God to tell you not to run up a credit card when you don't have the money to pay for what you're putting on the credit card. Right? Right? But if the Spirit of God says something to you, then you follow what He says. But otherwise, you don't live beyond your means. But there have been times that the Spirit of God has told me to do things that were beyond my means. But if I'm following His wisdom, I'm always safe because His wisdom protects me, defends me, it keeps me. Amen. Even when natural human wisdom or natural thinking would say that doesn't make sense. Walk by good judgment. Walk by the wisdom you have until something higher of God's judgment comes. Amen. Amen. Um, When God told me, he talked to me about buying Amy Simple McPherson's home. It was her vacation home. I saw it the first time in 2014. God said to me, I'm going to give you that home. Now, I owned a home. I owned a lovely home. But God said, I'm going to give you that other home. Well, I had a little bit of cash at that time. And I could have taken the cash I had and paid off my current home. But God didn't direct me to do that. He directed me to take that cash and purchase Amy Simple McPherson's home. See, now good judgment would have been, and I would have done this, pay off my current home. But God said something different. Why? There's something attached to the plan. There's another leading because of the plan. And I've been blessed ever since I was able to pay cash for that home. But there's other things, you know, I'm believing God for. But what I'm saying is this, just follow good judgment unless the wisdom you have 
unless the Spirit of God says something different. And sometimes what He tells you to do doesn't calculate out on paper. Sometimes. But if you'll follow what He says, it'll always be in line with your, 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 your strength of faith, your faith, and it won't overwhelm your faith. Every time my husband and I built something, the buildings that we built for the ministry, every time we started with nothing. It wasn't good judgment in the natural to start building a building with nothing, but the Spirit of God said, build the building. So when you act on what He says, everything you need will come. So walk by just the wisdom you have until the Spirit of God says something different. And what the Spirit of God says always trumps what you know. Because when when you're following the Spirit, you're not following what you know, you're following what God knows. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So always put the leading of the Spirit above anything else that you know. Amen. God told me when I asked God, I said, God, because I was being a widow at the time I, I found Amy Simple McPherson's, it's her vacation home. And uh, now she, for those of you who don't know, she's an evangelist that was in the earlier part of the 1900s on the forefront. She had a, a, a wonderful ministry. Um, but when God began dealing with me about that home, buying it. I said, God, as a widow, is it, is it wisdom for me to take the cash that I have and put all of it toward the purchase of this home? You know what God said to me? He said, the money is for the plan. The money is for the plan. What's that mean? As long as I follow the plan, I'll always have more than enough supply. Amen. And I'm not trying to withhold money to short the plan. You see, and normally... In all honesty, I would not have taken on my own, Mm -hmm. on my own natural knowledge, wisdom, I would not have taken that money and bought the house myself. But God said, I'm safer following what God said every time over what I can figure out, over what I can calculate, over what I can reason, or what I would call good judgment. Why? The word of the Lord is always higher. And notice this, God is always right. You say, well, I followed God and some things didn't turn out right. Did you stay in faith? Because it takes faith to see the thing through. Amen. Well, we're learning. I said we're learning. Thank God for the wisdom of God. And we're never left without it. It belongs to us, but we have to walk in the light of the wisdom he gives. Amen. Well, remember this until next time. Jesus is the healer and we'll see you next time. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. On this CD, Confessions of Healing, Nancy Dufresne begins by briefly teaching on how to speak God's Word to release the faith that's in your heart. Then she begins to lead in confessions for healing from the Scriptures, allowing time for the listener to repeat them after her. If you or someone you know is in need of healing, this CD will be a blessing to you. 
Order today at DufresneMinistries.org. If you have received a healing or have any other testimony to share with us as a result of this broadcast, we would love to hear about it. Please call us, write us, or contact us through our website. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.